Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Hey, hey, welcome, welcome, everyone. I see you jumping on. Good morning, good morning. So I am super excited to be seeing you all today. And let me adjust this here. Awesome. Today, we're going to be talking about how are you? Are we as faith-led entrepreneurs? Are we the future of God's mission here and how he sees us in such a special way to be able to uh, to bring the word forward, to prophesy to the nations as we have been talking about all of these days um, in the past. And so today I want to talk with you um, around the scripture of Matthew 16, 8. And this is what it said. I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. In other words, what you think right now you are living is in darkness. God is saying, even in those moments, even in that time, I am still building, I am still restoring and I am still renewing. And what you think can overcome it shall not do that. So let's take a look at what the devotional says, and then I'll go on with a few things, a few thoughts that um, are coming up here. So this is Hebrews 11 tells us about the giants of faith in the Bible and what they did by faith. Paul did not make us think that things were so much better in the olden days. He didn't do, he didn't talk about them. So that it's like, oh yeah, it's so hard now and they had it so much better and there are these, uh, you know, really important people back then who are able to do amazing things. But instead, he's telling us that to remind us that we are also part of this heritage. We've talked about before about how it is up to this generation to feed the next generation. What we do now will determine what happens later up to a certain extent, because it says in Matthew 16, eight, I'm going to build my church. Now, the thing is, are you going to be part of that building? That is the biggest question that it will be built regardless of what you're seeing in front of you, that there is no doubt. But will you be part of it? Will you be a co-creator in it? Will you be one of those who stands and uses their voice so that he can be known and he can be heard? One very powerful statement um, that one of my uh, close friends in my mentorship group made this last week was that during this time, during 2020, one of the things that's stood out the most to her was that Christians, the church, the people of faith have been silent. 
they have been silent. And so that, um, that really made me think about how important it is to use your message through your business in order to be that voice, in order to activate that uh, calling to be a co-creator, that calling to create and build the kingdom here on earth while we are here to continue to sow the seeds. And um, and I kind of love what uh, she says here. It says, he is building his church so aggressively that not even the gates of hell can prevail against it. And we are working with him as co-laborers ushering in the lost. And so will the Christ followers who come after us. Through Jesus, we have the victory. Through Jesus, we have the ability and strength to endure. Through Jesus, we join our ancestors in telling the next generation about how very great our God is. And in his power, the best is yet to come. And it's so interesting to me to think about, look, we've been called to bring him in. Yesterday, we we're talking about almost like piercing that that uh that sheet that veil that is making such a huge distinction like are you willing to cross over a little bit to maybe be seen differently to maybe um to maybe even be criticized sometimes because you are so vocal about your truth about what you believe many of us are not willing to go that far May there never be a day that someone comes and tells you, another friend of mine um, told me about this, that when she was uh, years ago, someone, she made a comment and then someone told her, oh, I didn't know you were a believer. And she said that that just pierced her heart. And she said from then on, she was going to make sure that no one ever made that comment to her again. And you may be saying, well, Monica, these are difficult times. These are difficult times to be vocal. These are difficult times to, um, to speak about faith when there is so much darkness. God himself is telling us even the, what does it say? The gates of Hades will not prevail. I will continue to build my church. After the stoning of Stephen and he died, as a martyr for the faith, the rest of the apostles, they scattered. They scattered everywhere. Why? Because in that time, maybe not here in the United States, although it's getting a little more iffy, but back in that time, it was very obvious that you were persecuted for your faith. And they were willing to go the extra mile to be visible for that. Yesterday, I tried to upload um, my podcast episode to, uh, to Instagram because it goes there automatically through IGTV, through my phone. And it said that, um, that I was violating or that they wanted to protect the community. Therefore, they didn't want to upload the video. And so I truly believe 
that over time, it's going to get a little bit harder to be that voice, a little bit harder to be seen. So where are we as today, the pillars of the church? What are we willing to do? Those apostles scattered, but you know, in the Greek scattered also means to stow. People may feel like they are isolated, they're alone in their place, in their territory, in their space that they're in right now because they can't see other people. And so they feel scattered from the community that they're used to, that gives them comfort, that uplifts them, that makes them feel good about their faith. And then they get excited and then they move on and share their faith. But the apostles, they scattered. Why? Because we were called to do more and be more, to spread the word to more places and to sow the seed. I love um, what my friend um, Tara, Tara always says. Faith entrepreneurs and world entrepreneurs are so different. Worldly entrepreneurism is about buying and selling. But being a kingdom entrepreneur, it's about sowing and reaping. You may feel scattered right now. You may feel like you are lost right now. You may feel like you are in the dark right now. But let me assure you, let me assure you that in that dark place, even though you can't see God, he can definitely see you. And even in that dark place, don't underestimate the transformation that is happening there. Jesus went into the tomb and went into the darkness for three days. But what was happening during that time was he was restoring what was lost. And he came out in victory so that we would never have to be alone again. Are you right now in your darkness feeling that you are isolated and alone and therefore you cannot be a voice? You cannot be a co-creator. You cannot be one of the people heralding in the kingdom because you yourself may feel confused or lost. Do not underestimate God's ability to still build the church in and through you because he is able to find you in your darkness. He is able to see you where you cannot see one foot in front of you. He sees the big picture and he's telling you, you are not alone and I am here to guide you along this journey to make sure that you, it, during your race, you do not grow weary, that you do not faint, that my peace is everlasting in you and that you are able to carry with courage and boldness and strength the word in that dark place. It really actually made me think about social media because those of us who our job um, is, a, is a lot on social media because that's how we grow our following, that's how we get our message out. Those of us who are entrepreneurs, a lot of us are using that method to grow our businesses. And I have seen lots of entrepreneurs say in the past few months, I don't even want to get on Facebook. 
I don't want, um, it's just so dark, so heavy. Maybe the darkness that we're called to be the light in is that place, is that place that you would rather shut off. But see, the early apostles, they knew, the disciples of Christ, they knew that it wasn't going to be easy. They knew that it wasn't going to be fun. They knew that when they spoke and they opened their mouth, they had someone watching around the corner with a stone. Yet they were willing to still be participants in building the church. How are we as faith-led entrepreneurs deciding to be part of that? Because the truth is, it's a decision. He doesn't need us. He can do everything on his own. Yet through his loving kindness, he wants to share this experience with us because he knows, he knows what understanding that he is present in the darkness as well, what that can do for your life, what that can do for your confidence, what that can do for your ability to lead others out of the darkness, including your family, including your clients. And so it's not that God needs us. We need him. We need this journey with him. And you may be saying, why would I put myself at risk? Why would I do that? Because you have no idea what's available to you on the other side of that obedience, of you being willing to even being present in the dark, to shine that one light that that one person is able to see on that day because you decided to show up because you decided to be the one that would not be quiet because others told you so. You decided to be the one that regardless of the persecution that may come or the hater comments by those keyboard warriors that come on your timeline, regardless of that, you were willing to stand tall, to stand firm, to be steadfast in your commitment to the growth of faith in this generation. What is happening right now, you will see next year, the fruit of that. What is happening now in growing faith, you will see next year. Just like, just like they say, don't quit your business in the summer. Don't stop posting in the summer. Don't stop getting visible in the summer. Because what you sow in the summer, you will see at the end of the year and at the beginning of the following year. It's exactly the same. So today, I believe God is calling us to not check out, to not check out of our faith, to not check out of our calling, to not be afraid of the darkness. Because that, just like Jesus, that is where the victory is had, that is where truth comes to light. That is where you are found. That is where you are authentically you, vulnerable, scared, whatever it is you may feel. And that is where he encounters you. And that is where he shows you how powerful you actually are. That is where he shows you 
that you do have authority, that you do have a say, that you do have the tools in your hands to build the church, to not be alone in the process. And even if you do feel scattered and disconnected, don't forget that you are sowing the seeds of faith. The next generation, not only next year, but when we're long gone, will look to what we did in 2020. We'll look to how we showed up in 2020. We'll look and see the words that we used. Was this person hiding? Or was this person out showing others that there is no reason to hide when you have him by your side? It's a very big commitment. It honestly is. It's a very hard commitment. I think in entrepreneurism, there is so much in the personal growth area that we spend a lot of time thinking, oh man, if I can just get my mindset right, everything is going to be easy. If I can just, you know, it's like this, um, buy this course and everything in your life is going to come together and everything is going to be great. And you are no longer going to encounter all of these problems. But the truth is, it's part of our journey. It's part of something that's to be expected. It's actually something we're signing up for. Just like soldiers, when they sign on that dotted line, they're signing their life away, literally, because they could be called into combat, a place where they could physically die. Today, God is calling his church to be willing to sign on the dotted line. Not because he needs you to do it, but because he loves you enough to call you to it. He loves you enough to be part of the experience of faith. The experience. It's not something that you can just say, oh yeah, when you, when you have a moment of faith, this is what it looks like. And somebody can journal it for you and just like, yeah, this is what it looks like. It's so unique and individual for each and every one of us that even if you read a book about someone else's experience of faith, it will never compare to the story that he has for you on your journey. And so today, we are not only looking to the greats in the Bible, but we are looking now at ourselves. What is my role as a faith-led entrepreneur to be one of the greats, to experience being one of the greats? Even if it's in my small territory or my large territory, whatever, wherever he wants us to be. You need to walk into it with that same posture that they had. Because what you are doing today will affect next year, will affect the next generation that your children are going to then have to decide to carry that legacy on for their following generation. 
and theirs and theirs. Are you willing to do the hard work now? Are you willing to go to battle now? Are you willing to do it even afraid now? It's up to you. He's not forcing you to do it. This is our own choice. This is our decision. We're signing up for this. We're signing up for this next marathon. Are you willing to prepare to run it? Are you willing to run it? Are you willing to have the tools that you need to sustain you through it? Do you need those extra bananas that someone can hand you during the race so that you can get enough to finish it? Those of you who are runners will understand that. What is it that you are willing to do? Will you be like Stephen, where he was glorifying God till the end? Will you be willing to stand alone in a place where you feel that you've been scattered and you've been uh, separated from your church family because right now you're not able to come together? Are you willing to stand alone in that space or are you just going to hide? Are you going to be silent? Is it going to be one of those things where just because those people aren't here to speak a word to me so that I can speak a word to others, then I'm just going to be silent. Or are you going to say, maybe there's a reason why I'm alone in this space, in this time. Maybe the reason is for me to get my work boots on and to start building the church myself where I am, to have the guts to stand out and be the voice that I need to be, even if it's alone. Sometimes you're not, you don't know what you're capable of doing until someone isn't there to help you do it. Right? When someone isn't there to help you do it, you figure it out. And then you're, you're pleasantly surprised. Well, I thought I couldn't. And look at this. I totally could. So today I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you in your circle of influence. Will you be like the apostle? Will you be the one carrying the voice? Will you be the one sowing the seeds of legacy for the future? Will you be the only, maybe the lone voice in the darkness that no one else is listening to, that you may get hate comments, that you may be blocked? What are you willing to do for the future of the church? Like I said, God doesn't need us, but this whole experience is for us and for our own future generations that are waiting for us. They're waiting for us to stand up. They're waiting for us to take charge. They know that we are holding the key to the future of faith for their family and their friends and the people that they are in contact with. It's us. Are we willing? That's the question for all of us today.
let's go ahead and let's pray this day in. It's going to be an amazing weekend, an amazing day. And um, let's make this happen. So Father God, we know that there are so many people that we can look up to in your word to inspire us, to go up against all odds, to be that voice that carries faith in such a profound and impactful way. And sometimes we see them and we see how small we are or how um, indecisive we have been with our faith. And we say, oh, that's them, but I never could. In the same way that we see other entrepreneurs having success and we say, oh, that's them, but I never could. Today you are calling us to be the one that other people point to. Today you are calling us to decide, to make a decision that faith is not gonna stop at this generation. At least not for the ones that you have placed their care in our hands. It will continue because we have chosen to do so. Even when we are in the darkness, even when we can't see what's in front of us, we are expecting you to show up because we know you are faithful, because we know that you see clearly what's ahead of us. And so we rely on your visibility, on your vision for the calling on our lives so that we can continue to co-create with you and build the kingdom here on earth. We ask all these things in Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, well, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I am super excited to be here in Atlanta. If you are in the area um, near Arbor Place Mall, in Atlanta, um, come on over and visit the Sanctuary Girls store. I am going to be there today, I believe from three to eight, um, and then all day tomorrow as well. So if you are around, come and visit. I would love to see you all there. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. Um, while I'm here in Atlanta, we're gonna hit day 300. So that is super exciting. And um, just thank you for participating with me in this journey as we learn, as we learn how to do these things, how to be all the things that he has been talking to us about. This is a thing where while we can't be physically together, at least we have this, where we are united with the same vision and there is no competition because we all hold the same goal. So have a fabulous day, everybody. Love you all, feel free to share this out to um, to your people as well so that they can feel convicted in the role that they play, the very important role that they play for the future generations. Have a fabulous day, everybody. God bless.